Welcome, welcome to Good For Her episode two. Hi, everyone. Um, we are here at the THNK 1994 Museum. Last time I said live at the THNK 1994 Museum, I don't think I met, knew what live meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are live here, but yeah. you're not listening yeah. to it live. We physically are live, <laughs> you yeah. are not. <laughs> you, you're live in your own dimension. Yes. And that's about time and space. That has nothing to do here. Yeah. Um, this is a Good For Her podcast. We are at the THK 1994 Museum. I'm Viviana Olin. I'm Matt. And I am Robert Balkovich, friend of the museum. And later we'll be hearing, of course, from our OC Housewives correspondent, Christopher Eifler. We, I don't know, we may sound a little low energy right now. Um, and I just want to say there's a really fabulous reason for that. We yes. had quite a good weekend. It was a crazy, crazy. I was only present for part of it. The part I was present for felt like staring into the sun in the best possible way. We touched the sun. We t- basically touched, just stuck our hands right into it. Yeah. What we did was open an exhibit uh, dedicated to Tiffany Pollard, um, specifically called David's Dead, a celebration of Tiffany Pollard. And Tiffany showed up to the opening night on Friday, um, as well as her mom and other members of the Patterson family. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. We are going to give you a full-on play-by-play, everything that we experienced, you will also experience. Um, But first, we're going to do some hot topics. Yes. And our hot topics, they're not like super hot, like um, timely right now. No, 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 no. They're just things that... You know, people saw, sometimes they're timely, um, and that comes out of our Facebook group, which you can join right now. It's um, on Facebook, good for her, exclamation point. Matt is out of control. Matt, our sound guy. Matt, jump the gun. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, we're ready. I don't know what I'm doing. At a girl. No. And this really is like the level, as, let's try this. So, as you may have learned from our first episode, and thanks to everyone who tuned in for the first episode. And you can listen to that one now, it's about Showgirl. <laughs> yes, um, a very professional podcast, we take our, our job very seriously. Matt has several files on his phone. I have several files, so when, when, you, when we talk about uh, some of these hot topics, we're going to start with ones that are good for hers, you will hear. Cut it out! No, no. <laughs> What the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe they don't have it. <laughs> this is when we need a like one of those like experiencing technical difficulties. Yeah. Right. Good for Got it. There we yeah. go. That's Judge Judy saying good for her. Yeah. Um now let's say something is like, oh well, this this is this is bad. That's we don't like to do it, but we will give you a cut it out. Cut it out! Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people are doing things, and maybe it's not our cup of tea, but maybe it has nothing to do with us, and that's when you get a... That's why it's none of business. And, hey, sometimes there are good for hers that are, like, maybe just in a different dimension, and that's when you get a... At a girl. Oh, there you go. And those are the only things. (laughs) Yeah, those are the four (laughs) categories that all pop culture falls into. Yeah. Um... So let's see what um, we found around the internet, around the world. So let's see, Julia Roberts haunted by a ghost on the set of her movie. Um, that, I think, is a huge... Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first off, she's in a new movie. Great. Uh, Great for her. <laughs> um, and I think, uh, here's a quote from the article. A source told the new issue of America's Star magazine, as Julia regrouped for another take near the tombstones, she suddenly felt someone or something shove her. <laughs> She quickly turned, but there wasn't a soul around. 
Julia hopes it was just a crew prankster having a laugh, but we don't know. But we don't know. And I will say that as much as this is an overall good for her moment, I will give a cut it out to the ghost because shoving is unnecessary. That's a lot. And Julia Roberts is a star, so. That's and true. a treasure. That's true. And she can do now an episode of Celebrity Ghost Stories if yes. she's been through this, which is a fabulous show. Yeah, that's an added girl. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Um, that part of the sounds away because I guess that's what's going to Back on it. Back on it. I also like that it's a New Zealand ghost. I don't know why that like tickles me so much. That, like, it's like a ghost of like a New Zealand sheep or farmer or something. Yeah. Yeah. Add a girl. There you go. There you go. And you know what, Matt? I think you get an add a girl yourself for oh, that. Okay. Add a girl. There you go. Back on top. I like this story because it reminds me a little bit of a story right before Julia Roberts' wedding to Benjamin Bratt, uh, in the sense that it seems very made up. There was That's a story about business. her. Yes, that is not our business, but well, damn it. Okay. Um, but anyway, so she when she was getting married to Benjamin Bratt, there's a story about how she spent the like hours before gardening. Garden, like literally, just like, like playing in a garden. Like she was like, I was just gardening. I was like, yeah, right. I'm imagining someone like coming up and being like, Hey, Julia, it's time to get married. Yeah, like, <laughs> and she's like brushes the dirt off her knees. And <laughs> is this a ghost movie? Is it a ghost movie? Like it's back. It is a movie about now. Um, not much is known about the new movie. How is that possible? Um, it's it, called Ben is back. It's also this is an article from January. So. <laughs> 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 Only the, the we don't break off. the news. No, 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 no. We just comment on it as it as it becomes part as it bubbles up into the comment culture. Yeah. Um, So, but it says that Julia's fifty and she looks great. She looks really great. At a girl. Yeah. Okay. Um, Next on the agenda, let's see. Ramona Singer doesn't know where Union Square is. Now, to me, that's a big good. That's a that's a major good for her. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was just like literally someone in an interview, like noted she was she got on the in train and just like it was like Union Square bound and she was like where was that? So like she just literally question does she know it exists or she just doesn't know how to get to it? I I have to assume she doesn't know where it is in. Base, I have to assume she just doesn't know what like it's a thing. Like I, I would assume if you ask like is Union Square an actual square, she would probably just stare at you yeah. quite blankly. You know what that means? That means that Union Square to her is in none of her business. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yes. I'm figuring it out. The, the flow, the the sounds are in a different order than they were last time. Yeah. Oh, how? <laughs> it's you, you've noticed that I've gotten better already since we started. So. Yeah, since five minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> um, and I do, I do appreciate that she just is not bullshit. She just is like, I mean, because like every episode in Real Housewives of New York where she has to go below like 67th Street, it's like a huge like hole to do, and she's like complaining about. It. Every time she has to go visit Carol. At her yeah. apartment, it's like a whole to do. So I, for, I do firmly believe she does not genuinely she's know. She's being true to herself, yeah. and, and that's what we can all do. Yes, yeah. she's standing in her truth. Yeah, and that's very admirable. Okay, let's see. Um, let's see from Ashley H in the group. Uh, woman drinks an entire bottle of cognac rather than surrender to airport security. Yeah. That is a gigantic. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, first off, she's not going to miss her flight. Nope. She oh, well, I, I will actually say there, the headline on this one is a little, like, it really sets you up for, like, the highest of highs. And the actual whole story, when you go into it, it was a Chinese woman. Um, she had a very expensive bottle of cognac in her bag. Got She was, like, making, like, an inter-Chinese 
flight. Um, they told her she couldn't bring it. She apparently just sat in the corner and chugged the whole thing and then had to be removed from the airport by the police because she was so belligerently drunk that she was like screaming. And So she didn't make her flight. She did not make her flight. Okay. She did, <laughs> though, um, consume all of the cognac that she had purchased, which I still think is a... At a girl. Yeah, no. at a girl. That's a huge at a yeah. girl. There was another thing in the Facebook group that's not here, but um, some woman like started... Uh, I think it's the same vein, you know, she was, she started shitting and screwing her shit <laughs> yeah. at Tim Hortons. <laughs> Tim Hortons. Oh, at the Tim Hortons? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, and I actually am going to descend from the group. That's a real cut it out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, find people at Tim Hortons <laughs> don't need to be dealing with that. That's why it's <laughs> not <laughs> No, I was very clear that it's a cut it out. <laughs> I'm very firm on that. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, we're going to come back so strong with yeah. the um, with the sound effects next week. Yeah. yeah. Cut it out! Yeah. I agree. That's yeah. a cut it out. Yeah. That's a cut it out. There's no reason for that. I do. I appreciate her her like verb and her zest for life and her sta- her standing up for herself when she was perceived yeah. to be wronged. However, it kind of she really took it from a, a zero to uh, um, to never, like toxic like yeah. waste. Someone needs to come in with a hazmat suit to clean up something that she did, and yeah. that's. But sometimes life gives you no options but to use the butthole. That is, you know what? <laughs> now what is the wise wise words from now, a wise man? Now what is man. the butthole? Well, <laughs> she did. Well, that's what she did. I still stand by. <laughs> and that's why, and that's why we have a three-person panel yeah. on this show because not it's not always going to be a, a consensus. Yeah. Um, uh, Jane Fonda, 80 years old, announced that she's done dating. Absolutely fabulous. The fact yeah. that she uh, is 80 and has to tell us. I know. That's, that's, that's the, the best that I, part. Yeah, that's the thing I love about this is she's like, I mean, and like, talk about 80, talk about doing 80 right. She looks incredible. Yeah, and again, the fact that she had to be like, just to clarify for everyone, no longer dating, 80 years old, like going in, like 10 years away from being 90, like 10 years, 20 years away from being 100, um, and taking herself off the market. And like, good for her, she's just gonna enjoy the rest of her life hanging out with Lily Tomlin, making season 14 of Grace and Frankie when they're both like in wheel, when they're both like 108 years old. And good for her for coming up with like a way to like divide your years on the planet into like a very orderly system. She has that three act system that she invented. I didn't know this. Oh yeah, so she she's in her, she's on her third act. So that's why she when she turned 60, she entered her third act and that's why she's saying now like she's basically she's coming up to the end of the third act and that's the most important part. And it was all about how you can change when you're, like, people are like, oh, you, you can't change when you're that age. But she's like, no, you can. And then she talked, I watched an interview with her and Barbara Walters. She said uh, that she was dating Ted Turner. And then she found religion. And he didn't like that. And yeah, that she, I did know. She left him. And now she's she wants, she can't, she's still open to, well, that was when she was still open to dating. But yeah, I guess not, she closed up shop. Not yeah. anymore. I guess um, it didn't work out. <laughs> yes, it did. It's sort of like how Carol, when Carol announced she only has five good summers left. Oh, and this is it. This is the yeah. last one. Yeah. This is the last we summer. We want to throw a party bus tour that's just like, let's enjoy Carol's last summer. Oh, that's a great, you shouldn't even say that on the podcast because that's such a good idea. Oh, Someone don't take that. That's, oh, we, we have that. Copyright. Cut it out. Copyright. Cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Oldest woman alive hates her life. Um, she's what, 128 years old, and she says that every day um, is miserable, and that this is a punishment from God. So that is a huge cut it out. Cut it out. 
planet. Oh, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally cut it out. And like, I, I, my heart goes out to her. Her daughter lived to be 102 and died a couple of years ago, which is like, absolutely, like, oh, that's absolutely devastating. Insane. So it's like, imagine like now, like living for another 80, no, another like uh, 90 years. And then like 40, <laughs> 100 years, <laughs> another 180 years. Um, and, and like still being alive, like everyone you know has died. You still have to like, there's like a picture of her like, like pulling weeds in her garden. Just like a, this someone needs a, someone in this woman's life needs to like set her up nicely, get her some Sudokus, like let her chill out. And also like she, yeah, like she might need to cut it out. Yeah, someone's going to help her cut it out. Yeah, someone put a pillow over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's advocating murder. <laughs> Unofficially. Um, let's see. Hitler isn't alive on the moon. New study confirms. So that is a huge good for her for the moon. Yes. Uh, Cut it out! No. No. <laughs> good for her. And that is when, like, Matt reveals that he's, like, a neo-Nazi. Um, as you know, the moon is a woman. Um, yes. So it's, famously. <laughs> famously. I didn't know that people thought that. Um, but I believe it, that people thought that. I believe yeah. people think all sorts of things. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm like overjoyed um, that a, a study has finally confirmed that Hitler is not alive on the moon and that the moon can just rest easy knowing that its reputation has been exonerated in the public eye for not harboring Hitler's um, reanimated body. And the moon wouldn't. She wouldn't. No, no, no. She would like eject him oh. right out of there. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, Matt has... Um, he wants to bring something to the hot topics that he thinks we should all discuss. And this is very contentious. Yeah, it's too. contentious. Yeah, okay. So, um, <laughs> you intro it? A song came out just this week. I think it was this week. Uh, but it's called Bitch, I'm Bella Thorne. Mm-hmm. And I give it a huge... Because I think it's a great song. Um, Robert Balkovich has a different idea. Yeah, I just don't need any more bitch I'm blank songs. Like, especially like Bella Thorne, like, she's, uh, I don't know who Bella Thorne is exactly. I would love to know. So I don't it's need, not your business. It's not my business. I don't feel like I don't need to be, int- I feel like introduce me to you and then I will decide if bitch you're Bella Thorne. But, you know, it's a lot of just what it's like to be Bella Thorne. That's a huge a girl coming from me. Right <laughs> Add a girl. Yeah, add a girl. You're Bella Thorne. It's up to us whether or not we listen to it, you know? That is She's going to be Bella Thorne. Um, I, mean, th- I mean, I could take a lot more bitch I'm, uh, like, entries into the, like, canon. The canon of bitch I'm. Bitch and Steel songs. Award. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's been saying that for days. <laughs> oh, and bitch I'm Rip Torn. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's alive. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think he is actually. At a girl. Nobody tell us. <laughs> we don't okay, want to know. Let's do one more and then let's jump into um, the meat of the episode. Um, okay, Grimes is changing her name to C. Lowercase Lowercase C. Her, her birth name is Claire, and apparently Claire has been a dirge on her existence yeah. since birth. She's changed it to C, which is a reference to the speed of light at the behest of Elon Musk. Her There's so boyfriend. many layers to this. 
I mean, first when you hear like, oh, she's dating Elon Musk, it's like, why would you do that? But then you think for two seconds, like, Elon Musk calls you, hi, I'm ready, where are we going, you know? Yeah. And I will also say, um, as much as I do firmly believe Elon Musk is like basically a villain from a James Bond movie, mm-hmm. um, like, the way that they met is actually really cute, which is that he had a joke about like a very obscure, like, theory about AI development and he went to Google if anyone had made that joke before and like the first thing that came up was she had done that same joke on Twitter like three years ago so that's how we got in touch with her and like as much as like the whole thing bums me out I can't fault that as like an amazing uh meet cute so that I'll give a good for her to change your name to lowercase c to represent the speed of light at the behest of Elon Musk I can't for me that has to be not my business it's not my business that's why it's not my business. Fully not my business. I don't know anything about Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing I know about Elon Musk is who he's dated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. He runs SpaceX. Yeah, he's he runs SpaceX. Um, all of his Tesla. rockets explode. He shot a car into space. Um, he's from South Africa. He's a giant dork um, and a dweeb. That's that's basically the log and like one of the richest people on the planet. And the Tesla is a car, but it's like fully electric. Yes, yeah. and Teslas are great and like and like wonderful. Like I encourage all you know electric car manufacturing. Um, it's terrific, but it's a it's they a it's a, it's a hot topic as they say. And thanks to Jane H on the Facebook group who posted that there originally. Good for her. Good for you, Jane. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into, um, my computer will die at some point, um, so we're just going to wait then. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, let, okay, so Friday night, Tiffany Pollard was here in the house. Yeah, and this was, was in the house. and this was something, how, when did you find, so you guys had, um, for a fairly long time, planned this t- um, exhibit inspired by Tiffany Pollard, specifically um, the David's Dead incident on uh, Celebrity Big Brother UK. And you've been planning it for a decent amount of time. How long ago did you find out that Tiffany Pollard was like coming to the exhibit? We announced our spring series in March, and that was A Moon is a Planet Darling, um, Celebrity Smoking in the Bathroom of the Met Ball, and uh, David's Dead. Uh, Celebration Tiffany Pollard. So that's when we announced it. a girl. It. <laughs> I would, yeah, plug, 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 yeah. plug, 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 plug. Um, and I would say about three weeks ago or so, once we started really like ramping up um, stuff for it, we got a call from Sister Patterson's assistant. You were here. I was here. I just you were literally, here. it was a total by randomly. chance. Totally randomly, I was here and you got a phone call and. It was Sister Patterson's assistant just being like, hi, we're so excited. We can't wait to come to the opening. Yes. And Sister Patterson's assistant asked us a few questions. Would there be hors d'oeuvres? Yeah. We said no. Would there be cocktails? We said yes. Um, Would there be a VIP area? Now, if you haven't been to the museum, uh, it is a small space. Tight Um, on space. Yeah. Tight. We do live in the back of it, uh, so we just hide our things um, when we open it up. Yeah. But there's a gallery in the front and then a room in the back. Matt sleeps in the upstairs loft. I sleep in the downstairs. Um, we talk to each other all night. Um, but he said, will there be a VIP area? And we said, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we were all also peeing our pants like the whole phone call, yeah. which is a steady stream of urine out of all Matt of us. Matt was shaking. Yeah. I'm more of the like, I can 
I, I, I work well under you, certain yeah, pressures. Yeah, you did incredible. I, I was like, si- well under other pressures. Yeah. yeah, I was I was sitting on the stairs, no. um, like fully, just like sh- just like shaking my head, like screaming internally. <laughs> yeah, um, and so that's when we knew that Sister Patterson would be there. Um, and then, so we, people, um, once oh, once it was uh, kind of announced, uh, Tiffany had posted about it. Then a few articles came out. And then everybody was asking if Tiffany was going to be there. And we were like, no, no, not confirmed. Put that in the um, in the tickets, not confirmed. Um, because we also didn't really know if we were talking to the a real assistant and stuff. So we like we're like, let's just not advertise it. You yeah. Know? Um, and then about two days before the opening, we like we really didn't have everything up on the walls. We we're still waiting for art. We get a call that Tiffany would be joining as well. And um, I think our brains exploded. Yeah, it flew off. Your heads spun around eight times and like blasted into the ceiling. Yeah, um, and then uh, and then opening night came. Um, it's still a blur. What happened on Friday? First, her uncle showed up. So her uncle came and he had an earpiece in and he was sort of like... Oh, that was that guy. That was him. Okay. And then uh, we knew that that was him. And so we had also got flowers, which Robert was so yeah. kind of... Yeah, Robert yeah, got I, flowers. So like, I texted... They like texted me a, an Instagram of Tiffany Pollard like tagged in the Bronx. <laughs> I was just like, woohoo! And I was like, oh my God, what if like Tiffany Pollard just like randomly came to the exhibit? And they that's when they revealed to me like, oh no, she's coming. Like, <laughs> like buckle up, she's on her way. Oh, because she had posted on her Instagram yeah. um, a picture of her during the David's Dead thing. Yes. And the, and the caption was, we shall see. Yeah. And it was like, oh tagged, my God. Tagged, but like, like location geotagged in the Bronx. So yeah. like, you yeah. know, she's in New York City. Yeah, and so we were like, oh, well, what if she doesn't like it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we were shaking. Yeah, but we met outside. We had the there was there were red flowers and purple flowers. And what I found fascinating was that um, uh, he said uh, her uncle, her uncle uh, that Sister Patterson should get the purple because it's color of royalty. Oh, um, and that typically get the red because it's about passion. Yeah. You know what? And I. I will say, not, this is not to do my own horn, I was standing at like the, the flower stand at the bodega and I just, I literally was like red and purple, it seemed like the only two colors. It was such a great choice. Yeah, it was Couldn't fabulous, thank you. You're welcome. Um, we didn't get to give them the flowers because when they showed up, with Sister well, first, Patterson. At first they texted and they're like, we need um, uh, ver- uh, confirmed parking in 15 minutes. So Matt and I went out into the street yeah. and we stood in, <laughs> in several parking spots. It was like we were getting married. Yeah, yeah. we were all here in flowers. <laughs> we were, I was Waiting. in a ball gown um, and we were waiting for uh, the loves of our lives to arrive. Yeah. Um, and then the assistant day, he came out, he collected the flowers. Um, we weren't to give them to them directly. No. No. <laughs> and Sister Patterson arrived first. Yes. She made her entrance. People gasped. The yeah. energy was electric. Electric. People, by the time Sister Patterson, so I, this whole time was like in, basically if I, if we, I could have had an earpiece in receiving information. That's like the vibe it was. Like I was like scoping out the whole party, like making sure everything was going well. And inside, like literally, like by the time the sister Patterson was arriving, like it was like buzzing. People and were that like, was the exact amount of people I wanted yeah. to be there because I was also so scared about like is it gonna be too crowded and stuff. More people did come, but um, yeah. And then like she was upstairs. We um, uh, uh, Cupcake Bar uh, by Cream Young Blood. He made this beautiful cake oh, it was gorgeous. with like a Louboutin on it, and like it had the Statue of Liberty and a picture of Tiffany. And so they said that they wanted the cake upstairs, so I sent Kareem up with the cake. 
Matt got a stool to put the cake on because we yeah. I, we have very few surfaces here. Yeah, we don't have a lot of chairs or tables. Yeah, so if we, yeah. we are again. Day. One one of us is sitting on the inflatable hot tub box yes. for the second episode. I put a, a pillow on top of it. Yeah, um, but uh, that is when they told us that they wanted two more chairs. And we started really panicking because we had put all of our chairs up there. Oh, yeah, they had all the chairs. <laughs> all the chairs. Right. And then, of course, you don't say no to Sister Patterson. You say, excellent, I will be right back. Yeah. And then we called our neighbors, Holden and Aaron, and we said, get us two chairs ASAP. <laughs> he worked for us. <laughs> and it was just like free on a Friday yeah, night to, deliver, to give you their chairs. And they said, but your party sold out. Can we come in? And we're like, yes, just get us those chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come into the front. It's so packed at this time. Like everybody's filming. It's crazy. And then I start yelling, make way for the chairs. Yeah, and it got so quiet. And then everyone was just whispering chairs, chairs. Yeah. It was like then, Marie Antoinette or yeah, something. The yeah. chairs were making their way through. And also yeah. by this time, people were hotly anticipating Tiffany's arrival. So like, yeah. the, it was yeah. like one of those things where everyone was like milling around the front trying to do the thing where like, I'm not just standing here waiting for her to come in. I'm like looking at the art in air quotes, but really that's, so like, it was like, and there was like, there was like party gossip. Like, like I heard she's like almost here. Like, oh my God, this person just walked outside. She's just almost be here. It was like, it was like fully just like electric with that sort of. But nobody was talking about the chair's entrance. Yeah. <laughs> they arrived after Sister Patterson. Matt was in the Tiffany. front because I think he was anticipating he was he we, we tried to it's a small space we tried to cover everything he was um he was covering the front i was here in the back and the assistant said would you like to meet um sister patterson and i said yes should i grab matt and he's like no and so, <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like okay yeah bye sister patterson lets me take a picture with her and then her sis his assistant looks at the pictures Tell me which ones I can keep. It was so chic. Yeah. Um, at that Church point, yes. yeah, good for her. Huge. <laughs> um, at that point, somebody who came, who was not on the list, but was dressed in a very cool outfit. So he absolutely got in, yeah. like a blue crush like yeah. thing. Um, he tried to go upstairs, and then I was like, oh, let me just check with the uncle, who's kind of like being. Oh the yeah, guy. that guy. Yeah, I saw. And that. I was like, um, oh, he says he he knows you guys, and then so Sister Patterson was like, he can come up when Tiffany's here if she wants. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was like, so just cool, just hold off, you know, but like, and, and people were drinking, we're having, you know, our signature vodka ginger ale, and then the, it just starts buzzing again, and that's, yeah. and then, and then we hear that Tiffany's here. Yeah, and I, I just want to do a quick note <laughs> from some, like, um, in the field observation, when Sister Patterson came in, she, like, walked in there's a moment where i think like no one knew exactly how to react because like my and, like i was like standing like right in front of her and my response always when i see a celebrity is like don't make a big deal just yeah. like let them breathe let them exist don't be a, a giant dork about it but like she like came in she sort of like looked at the crowd everyone like looked at her there was like a beat of silence and then someone was like Woo! and then like the whole crowd like erupted in applause and she like the, she got this like beam this like smile on her face that was so genuinely just like she, she almost looked like nervous for like one second and then when everyone started cheering it was just like a full smile ah! uh, ah! that's so great yeah <laughs> 
she is she you can feel her presence she yeah. is she is royalty yeah and um and i think the crowd like there were like some um intense moments because there's so many people here but the love for them oh, was never uh, was in incredible. like not felt it was like it was palpable you knew like it was going to be like a safe yeah. space no matter what and i that pay uh, the paper magazine article that came out today um aka like a week ago for everyone listening <laughs> um made like like described it well which is like there was like maybe like 20 people in like the front of the house when they came in but it felt like like a it felt like a, a lion's crowd of people like it was yeah. like the roar was incredible even though it was only like 20 of us so then we hear that tiffany's there and matt and i are both in front to greet her and then um we see her and we say and she looks she was stunning oh, so when i was texting like all different people i was like getting like pictures of her and texting them to like every single person i knew like ev the first thing every single person said was like she looks incredible she looks in she was in this gorgeous jumpsuit like, multicolored oh, it fit her like a glove dream Attic girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we so we go up to her in our official capacity as curators of the museum, yeah. and we are like, "Thank you." This before she made her entrance. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Um, and she said, and then this was just so amazing. She was like, "Thank you guys for doing this," and it was just like, <gasps> "Yeah, no." We I just felt I, I just felt like, "Oh my god, you yeah. get it. You totally get it." Yeah, because you like, guys, yeah. not that you didn't like, you guys didn't know exactly what to expect with them coming, because like it could have been like anything, and yeah. I I was like pretty certain like. Especially when I came early and I saw the whole exhibit set up, I was like, I don't see how anyone could walk in here and see, like, an exhibit dedicated to them and they're going to see the crowd of people who are there for them and not just have, like, a be, like, totally bowled over. And that's, like, exactly what it was. It was, uh, yeah, and, and uh, uh, all the art looks so great. Like, it's just, it's filled yeah. with love. So, like, that's so cool. Um, so then she, she makes her actual entrance. I get right behind her. Um, New York, the, the, um, reporter of New York Magazine is right there and she lets me go in front of her and I'm like, thank you. Yeah. And then, um, and then people, their jaws just drop. Yeah. People are cheering. Yeah. And then she says. It was a says, grand entrance. It was a grand entrance. Do we have the audio of yeah, the entrance? Yeah, we do. It was, yeah, and, like, there was, like, like before, like, like we knew that she was coming because you guys, like, ran outside. Mm -hmm. And, like, of course, it was, like, Tiffany's coming, Tiffany's coming. So, like, everyone, like, like laser-focused on the door. Everyone who was, like, pretending to mill around, like, laser-focused on the door. And then she just, like, burst in the room. The crowd erupted into cheers. And here's the audio. <laughs> And she was like doing spins. Oh she was my like, gosh. it was like as though she was like some sort of an organism that like fed on a plush. She just like it like lit her up so much. That's why she's such a star. Yep. She knows how to work a room. Oh, she knows, I had yep. a million dollars and was like run a ran a club and I could like book celebrity guests. I would book her every day. What she knew it. Uh, yeah, she worked that crowd like it was uh, punching. Day. Like it was and just like I felt pretty oof. controlled. I was not surprised she was coming. Um, like I was like at, in like work mode, but literally and she, when she was like, New York is in the motherfucking house. I was just a 12 year old girl. At oh, everyone was. And I was like, ah! Everyone was, yeah, no, that's what, that's what the vibe was. Everyone was just like genuinely screaming. Cause yeah. it was like, and, and, and again, like, I think everyone sort of like by the time she showed up knew that she was coming. So it was like hotly anticipated. Like, and I was like, so when you guys told me, I like had a knot in my stomach for the entire time that you guys told me she was coming until she actually showed up. Cause I was just, again, like what's going to happen? What's this going to be like? <laughs> like what's like is this gonna be crazy like all these things 
change could go wrong. And then, like, when she came in and she said that, I was like, it all the anxiety dissipated because, yeah. like, she truly, it was like exactly, she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was getting into. And the crowd was just like, was so in love with her and we were all screaming like 12 year olds and then she made her way through and, and like it was like she was like parting a sea and it is a tight space yeah. so it was like but she then she got up to her vip area with the whole crew there what we're not gonna go too much into it but there was a bit of a kerfuffle because like um somebody <laughs> definitely didn't want to get up to the vip area that was like had had a bit to drink and like um, they weren't ready for him yet, and then yeah. so one somebody on her team. It, there was a bit of a like, um, there was words and stuff. Yeah. Um, everybody filmed it. I was literally yeah. at that point was like, <laughs> Matt wasn't in the room. He would have lost his mind. Yeah. No, I was in the front. Yeah, she Matt just was, had yeah. her entrance, and then everyone was so happy. Then she walked back, and then I said hi to somebody, and then I heard like multiple blood curdling screams. Yeah, it, it, it did sound like very scary <laughs> for They were minute. like very, something yeah. had happened. I don't know, I, I thought something really bad had happened. I was just kind of like waiting to hear what it was. And then uh, it got really quiet. Everyone looked upset, uh, but nobody could see what was going on. Um, and then uh, there were more screaming and then uh, it was over almost as soon as it began. And then when I got in, I looked up at the balcony and Tiffany was standing there. She said, well, now I'm embarrassed. And then it was still quiet and somebody said, we love you, Tiffany. And then she just like, just, like did like a little jiggle, and then said, "Okay, cool." And then, yeah. like, literally, the and music. Literally, yeah. literally, it was like it was like four. Like the whole incident was like four minutes. The person was escorted out. No one got hurt or anything or whatever. That person left, and it, it was just like party central. Like no. Rest of the night was perfect. It was so fantastic, and then like so. Well, Tiffany... Someone was dangled from the balcony. <laughs> 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 you know, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Everybody's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so uh, so then they kind of get their bearings, and then I think she's like, okay, well now what? And then she's like, um, we had set up like a VIP area of them with like the cake and like um, their their writer. They wanted Hennessy and Grey Goose and White Moscato and then um, our dear friend Alice Wright also sent a champagne so we had some champagne up there for them um, and so they, they had like they were just kind of getting set up and then Tiffany was like I'm gonna come I'm gonna come down she was going to descend with yeah. her people yeah. and it, it was just so thrilling and, and I was like right next to the stairs when she descended and it truly was like seeing a deity because I could just see like one foot come down the stair and the next foot and the next foot and like everyone's like heart was like racing and like the crowd was like turning and, it's, and especially because she was wearing such an eye-catching garment it truly was just like just like all eyes turned to the stairs and she just descended like zeus from olympus fashion nova fashion nova, fashion nova. She was definitely fashion nova. She that was jumpsuit was so that jumpsuit was incredible oh my god it's good. and then she was like so who's the artist and then like all the artists immediately screamed at once like me yeah and then i was like i'll handle this yes. yeah you, you like you snapped directly into like let me show you a round mode and i was like let's do a tour and then all the artists were so good they lined up at their art we started um in the uh big brother house installation which has a wall of um, we we made it like a meme every moment from David's dead and also had Laura Collins painting of Angie Bowie um, and that's when Bruce came up and Bruce is um, somebody went through Instagram he's his, her number one fan he made a clock for the installation that you can wear that has Tiffany on it but he just got a Tiffany tattoo she remembered him like they were oh yeah she she everybody she talked to she was 
talking about. Yeah, giving, you know? yes, no, and that's the thing. And especially when she was meeting the artists, like it wasn't just like, oh, great, thanks so much. Like she was like commenting like, oh, I love this part. Or like, I feel like you really captured the essence of this really well. Yeah. Like she took time with, and every, and like she took so much time with every single person that come up came up for a picture. And it was clear that like a lot of the people who were, who were there were like really big fans of hers and actually like probably came like very specifically for like sort of like hoping to, to meet people her. People flew in. People yeah. flew in. And she took time for all of them. She took time for all of them. And so, and then, like, and it was so amazing because it was such a densely packed space. But, like, if we got to, I remember we got to Miriam's art, and then I was like, send Miriam through. Yeah. And the crowd sent her through, yes. you know? <laughs> and, like, everybody was, like, just, like, so supportive. And then my favorite thing she said when she got towards the end, and she lo- she was so wonderful. She was like, so appreciative. Just, like, so genuinely moved at, like, the whole thing. And, like, and again, was commenting on every single piece of art she stopped. From the smallest ones yeah. in the corner to, like, the biggest ones. She, like, she like took the pictures. And, I mean, that's so huge for artists. Like, yeah. that's, like, so huge. Um, and then uh, when she was, like, when she got to the end, she was, like, I feel like I'm an inspiration for all of you. And everybody was, like, <laughs> yes! you are! And she's, like, good. <laughs> <laughs> she was such a star such a star and also again i can't stress this enough so kind so genuine so like honored by the whole thing and she didn't have to do any of this she could didn't have to come she could have just said like cool thanks guys um good luck with the you know whatever she didn't have to do any of this she came she came into town yeah we did not pay her um we did not we don't, we don't have money for like to help with accommodations or anything like we that's why you know we can't like Five stars in and stuff. She came on her own accord. She got it. She wanted to be with her fans. She is the queen of the people. Truly, truly. And I will, I will die on that hill. Yeah, she was forever. so, so so nice. And she spent like most of the party just like hanging out with people, like just like, talking down to them, just being us. nice, making everybody feel great. Yeah. Um, at that point, um, I, I don't, wasn't there for much because somebody wasn't feeling very well. Yeah. And apparently when you're, when you have the space that you're just to like, look at that. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was out there. Um, but what else happened? Um, I know at the end I said, I said, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Tiffany, would you like to go back upstairs? <laughs> and she said, yes. Oh my God! <laughs> um, I felt very cool doing that. Oh, also uh, we got her that bottle. She like, I like was about to leave and then I looked upstairs and I saw her. She was like, where's like, is there any more booze? And we had put the bottle of vodka for the vodka ginger ale away. And I was like, Tiff, one moment, Tiffany, I got you. And Matt and I like went into the basement and we're like rummaging through boxes until we found it and then took it up to her. I could like spend my life just like getting her stuff. You oh, know? Yeah. oh, it would be so fabulous. Yeah, because she's so yeah, she's so like nice and fun about it. She's so nice and fun. Yeah. Um, at the end, like as it like she like she like went outside and people were smoking. She was just like yeah. She was just like I mean she owned every inch of the space. She was so fabulous. Towards the end, when she made her exit, um, she like did like a little runway walk. Down the street on Atlantic, yeah. you know, right underneath the gas station line at Seven Eleven, um, and she, and then people just were chasing her, saying, "Break the internet!" <laughs> <laughs> and she did. She breaks yep. the internet. Just walk. She invented the internet. She breaks it. She's so just. It, um, we just want to thank them for the best night of our lives. Truly, nobody who was here will I feel ever forget it. No, that night that was a legendary, legendary night. I do not know if we will ever top it. So, yeah. Um, well, we have a lot of things going for us because Sister Patterson blessed us. Sister, so, oh, that was such a great yeah. moment because at the end we came up and then Sister Patterson blessed us. She said, 
Um, you two, you're going to enlarge. You're going to grow. You're going to get a bigger space. And when you get that bigger space, you can call us back. <laughs> <laughs> and we were blessed. And then um, we asked for a picture with all of us, the four of us, me, Matt, Sister Patterson and Tiffany. Tiffany was on the phone. Um, yeah. But it was so chic. Yeah, it was. It was so chic. Then they brought the cake downstairs. Then we could all have some. And it was, it was oh, the cake was the same uh, flavor as the royal wedding cake. What? I didn't Green know that. did the same recipe. It was so fabulous. He is so talented. That He's cake so was talented. so good. He's so wonderful. Um, book him for your cakes. Yeah. Um... I mean, I just like, I mean, like, I know, here's my takeaways. I can die now. Yeah. Um, so Viviana will be committing doctor assistance to the side after, this, <laughs> after we record this episode. It's just, yeah. Well, I, ultimately, we give it 100% oh. A. A. No. No. <laughs> oh, here we go. Good for her. Yes! yes. And good for us. Good for you. Good for Tiffany. Good for Sister Patterson. Good for their their crew who were like, and their friends who were like so, like came, were coming down like dancing with people. It was, the whole night was it, spectacular. It is such a cool move to show up to this. 100%. You know? And again, they didn't have to do, they didn't have to do any of that. Legendary. Yeah. They don't have to. No. They didn't know what they're getting into. Yeah. Legendary. Absolutely. Legendary. They're, they're legends. Confer and like, already was a huge fan um, of their work and now just like even, and often you're, I'm like always afraid to meet people who I like admire so much because you never, because like some people are just like, you know, they make great art, they do great things, they're not nice people, whatever, who cares? I generally they're don't. They're not cool. Yeah, I, do, I generally try not to like meet um, my like idols or people I admire for their artistic work because for that reason because there's like I don't sometimes it's really not my business like it's not my business how you live your life on a day-to-day -day basis That's why it's business. exactly but when you do every once in a while meet somebody who is like sort of like an icon like that and they're so cool it's just like feels like planets aligning like everything where it's it's beautiful it was the best party in the world ever. Yeah, yeah 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 pretty much so yeah. Um, we post a lot of videos. We're going to post more on our Instagram, Teaching K1994. And check out Paste Magazine. Um, um, the story. Paper Magazine. Paper Magazine, I'm sorry. Um, and, uh, yeah, we just wanted to kind of wrap up before we go to our Housewives Correspondent with our uh, top three Tiffany Good For Hers from the archives. Yes. Yes. So there are almost too many yeah. to really go this is, through. Yeah, so this is like a really... Like, Maybe ones that are more personally, you're, you're more personally invested in. First off, gift culture. Because yeah. she invented the gift. Yeah. Every gift is of her. You, you cannot, there's not, she, she, you are, if you're going to use a Tiffany gift, you're not lacking. No. There's nothing that can't be said with one. Yeah. Um, and also, such a credit to her that, before, like, years before gifts were even, like, a thing, she was, like, the, the fact that her archive of work is like every single moment is a giftable moment and that that happened before gifts were before the medium was even invented like insane so one thing about her that i think is she is very ahead of her time in the sense that she was on really kind of the beginning of reality like tv shows like with the vh1 ones flavor yes. of love and then some a lot of the gifts that people use uh, they're from there but she has always pointed out that you have to self-produce mm -hmm. yep. uh, when you're on these shows to make it watchable because you not you're at work. You're like yeah. that's mm -hmm. that's her job, and she understands that. But she also not to say that it's not real because it's 100% real. And I think she said at this at, at our yes. opening that she definitely fucked Flav. Yeah, um, she did confirm. Read that article; it's so, it's so good. Yeah. good. It's the Paper Magazine article. And when she was mad, she was mad. Uh, when she was happy, she was happy. So it was all real. But yeah, so. Um, 
Uh, one of my favorite uh, moments with Tiffany is when she was on a show called The Next 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I actually am not for, that familiar with this show, so please. This show started Claudia Jordan, Karamo from Queer Eye Now, oh. uh, Benzino from Love and Hip Hop, uh, Laura Gabon uh, from Basketball Wives, and then Jennifer, I'm forgetting her last name, but she was also from Basketball Wives, and uh, Tiffany Pollard. And the idea was that they were going to start their own show, but it was like going to be like The View. Oh yes, you've told um, me about this. And that yeah, they yeah, yeah. like so, the, but that this show is not that show. This show is them talking about making that other show. Yeah. And it falls apart pretty quickly because almost immediately Jennifer is like asking Benzino to make her album, and he's like, "Okay, sing Happy Birthday," literally just that. And she's like, "No, I won't do it." Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but then yeah, it falls apart. But Tiffany realizes immediately, oh, this is a bad show. They have nothing. So she starts producing her own thing. Uh, and her first scene, she shows up in a ball gown. And then they show you the, the producers saying, you can't wear this because it's not going to, it's like a read on television. And so she walks off. She refuses to film. <laughs> uh, and then they have to convince her to come back. When she does, she comes back in a different dress. But then if you watch the entrance video for Big Brother, that black and white gown is the same gown that the producers on The Next 15 told her she couldn't wear. Iconic. She decides to wear it for a different, much bigger show. So yep. that'd be Big Brother. And I give that a huge... Good for her. Absolutely. And sort of to clear off that one, one quote that like really, like and I knew I a really great Tiffany thing to listen to is her interview on RuPaul's podcast. Very good. It's so good. She gets into like sort of a lot of like sort of like her like ethos for like what she does and like sort of like the work that she does. And also she's just like you it becomes very clear she's like just like genuinely a good, nice person. Um but she in the uh paper magazine um article which includes like a little, brief little mini interview with her um, that he asked her about like modern reality TV and like what do you think about like the Kardashians and the Bachelor and sort of like where it's come from when you sort of yeah like helped put put it on the map basically, and she said quote uh, I ain't gonna fault none of these bitches for being out there and making extra dollars but listen the shit ain't as, ain't as real as when I invented it these bitches be crying for no reason pretending for fuck no fucking reason I left my heart on the damn cutting room floor. And that's she so absolutely true. did. I mean, yeah. if you would watch old Flavor, uh, Flavor of Love, and I love New York episodes, they're like smoking inside the whole time. Uh, they're just nonstop chain smoking, talking about these guys. People get spit on. Like, yeah. things go crazy on those shows, and it's like very real. Yeah. And Sister Patterson, I feel uh, an underrated uh, wordsmith, or just like, I feel like, uh, I don't think you could, I don't think that anybody's ever written a character as good as Sister Patterson no. in terms of all the complexities that are a part of being that person. Um, she has said things that are like more poetic than anything that's ever been written ever. Uh, there's a scene on uh, New York Goes to Hollywood when she's talking to Tiffany and Tiffany says she wants her to go home and Sister Patterson says, well, I may go back east, maybe even tonight, but you will never become Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> Which is so, chills. I mean, chills. Yeah. chills. Oh, and then on Flavor of Love where she says, um, he, she says, Tiffany says she's thinking about marrying him. And then Sister Patterson says, uh, I know you're not talking about marriage. That will never, ever, 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 ever happen. Brilliant. She says more evers than that, but I lost my voice at the end. And, like, on the topic of, like, the gifts that she produced, like, some of them truly are. And that's, like, the thing. And this is, like, why I always argue, like, this, like, in 200 years, there will be, like, 
installations of, of Tiffany Pollard gifts like in the Louvre or somewhere because like the just like take like all these moments that were created taken out of context used used in ways that are like both honoring sort of like the context in which they originally said but also inspiring different things and like the last couple of years for personal reasons going through like a lot of like crazy shit in my life or whatever and there are just times when I'll just see just a gif of her like at an elimination ceremony and flavor of love pounding her chest and saying but i'm here bitch and it's just yeah. like yep absolutely and that's like gotten me through some very some very rough road she's relatable in the sense that she is like being so honest so vulnerable and she's aspirational because she just has this confidence and she does love her truth so much and then she's also doing the self-producing which is like which is what a good reality star needs like which is one of the best housewives have when they can be present and they can be um human and aspirational and like aware of how like they are working in the in the greater in the greater picture and that is what she pioneered and that is like why she absolutely deserves several museum exhibits about her yes and um we were so happy to do this like while Brooklyn Museum is doing um their David Bowie exhibit because yeah David Bowie's great but it's like um, she is the greatest performance artist of our time. Yes. And we are, she's our David Bowie. She's our David Bowie. Yeah. Um, this exhibit runs through June 3rd. Uh, THNK1994.com is where you can also uh, find, purchase originals and prints and stuff to support the museum. Um, should we go to our housewives correspondent? Yeah. And yes. see what's happening in the housewives world? Absolutely. So, Chris Eifler, take it away. Take it away. Hey everyone, it's Christopher, your OC correspondent with this episode's Good for Housewife segment. And I have so much to share because I went to Countess Luanne de Lesseps cabaret show in Los Angeles, California. Oh my gosh, everyone. It was, without a doubt, the worst show I've ever seen in my entire life. I, And it's the most amount of money I've ever ever spent for a theatrical experience. I'm trying to think what the most expensive ticket I think I've ever bought myself has been. And it's Luen. My ticket was $81, which did not include the VIP meet and greet, which was an additional $25, plus a two-drink minimum, which ended up being $37. So I spent like $120 at this freaking cabaret show when I say it was the worst thing ever of course it's the worst show I've ever seen but I loved absolutely every single second of it and the reason why is I think well we also have that page six article about Luann about how she smokes weed I think she is so freaking high all the time because she has no stage presence cannot form a sentence cannot uh deliver a joke can't uh do any I mean can't engage with the audience at all I mean it's like she just has this screen over her and she just doesn't engage I don't know it is so strange and if she had no star power it would be an absolutely unwatchable show I mean it was it was really really I mean I had before I I had said that Luann could play Sally Bowles in a production of uh Cabaret but I don't think she could anymore she really has no stage presence um I'm trying to think. She only sang about four songs, which is weird because, like, it's her show. But and the the songs were all such strange. Of course, cabaret numbers with with acts and blah blah. You know, whatever with 
Cheyenne Jackson was a guest. He sang a song with her. Um, Jenny Pulo sang the uh, the Watch What Happens Live theme song. That was really fun, but but awful. Like she's not a good singer, of course. And Luann is horrible. And and it's like really, it's kind of like an insider's talent show. It's like a it's like a work talent show that you got invited to. Like it is so weird. It's it's all. Everyone there was a Bravo celebrity, and they were all blackout drunk on dirty martinis. And I ordered one martini. I was supposed to order two drinks, but I had, like, three sips of a dirty martini with olives. I don't even drink dirty martinis with olives. And I just had it in front of me, and I drank a few sips. And I just—I felt like—I I felt—it I felt, it felt appropriate. I felt—I was channeling my inner Dorinda in that moment with my hands all in the air and everything. Um— but anyway, uh, the guys from the People's Couch were there, and they sang. They did this this really stupid, like, 15-minute-long number about, like, which housewife they are. And uh, and they were all dumb. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but the guy who played, uh, I think the guy who was in Little Rascals was like, and I'm L- Luann Ball, and then Luann came out, and... Luann did look amazing. I mean, she looked like the dancing salsa emoji at one point, literally. So beautiful. And she wore this black jumpsuit. I think we've all seen it on her Instagram where it has, like, diamond uh, diamonds on it. Like, it's it has this, like, diamond pattern on it made out of diamonds. It is Anyway, but the real star of the show, the goodest, forest, herest, fromest, theist, Countessist, Luanist, Delicepist, Cabaretist, Showist is Shoshana Bean singing a cover of Whitney Houston's Greatest Love of All. It was so powerful. She brought down the house. It was worth all the $120 I spent to see that one number. It was incredible. It was wonderful. It was, I mean, it was chills. It was good. I mean, it was the, one of the greatest. And I'm a big Whitney Houston fan, and there is a, and that was a comparable performance, I would say. Good for you, good for you, Shoshana Bean. You are good. You are grand. You are great. Good for you. Anyway, the show ended 45 minutes later. That show was 45 minutes long, and we all went home, and I got in and out, and drove back to my humble abode in Orange County, California. Thank you all, and I'll see you next time on the Good for Housewife segment. Thank you so Thank you, much. Chris. Oh my God, Countess Luann. I I bet know. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> One must assume. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so are so. Uh, um, Getting ready to wrap it up for episode two. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I wanted to quickly shout out a couple. We got um, a bunch of reviews on iTunes for, like, episode one, which is crazy. Thank you guys so much for listening and reviewing. And subscribing. And subscribing. Yeah. Pretty please subscribe. We're going to try and start, try to figure out how to blast it out to other platforms to listen yeah, on. Yeah, if you have a platform that you want, let us know. Let us know. It's all. This is all very, like, a uh, we're working in progress, so, like, feel free to hit us DMs up. DMs are always open. DMs are always Open, but I want to specifically shout out Chase three 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 and Real True B um, for their wonderful reviews that they left. They're both five star reviews that they wrote um, on iTunes, and there are many other five star reviews, but I don't know how to click to get to them. So if you did leave a five star review, thank you. And tell your friends to do that too. Tell your friends, and also thank you again, as always, to everyone in the Facebook group um, who like keeps us like just like up to our ears and incredible good for her moments. Yes, and um, 
Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh, and we're thank gonna, you. We're going to get back to yes. um, next week. Uh, we'll do more of a deep dive. So yes. thank you for letting us indulge a little bit here. And thank you to our producers. Abby and Mia, who, yes. who have graciously come on to help us um, uh, try to... I, we're actually just recording this like it's plugged into a potato. So they're going to figure out how to get that onto a computer for you <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> Um, Good for oh let's let's go out on with a Bella Thorne, uh oh, yeah let's God. play let's play ourselves out with Bella Thorne, who hopefully All won't right. sue us for using it TV a million times before bye everyone. <laughs> <laughs>